skittles Hi, everyone, and welcome to tonight's installment of Questionable Booking. We are your hosts, Gerard Clark. This is DC. And tonight we're going to be talking about In Your House, Bad Blood. Mm -hmm. This is is a good pay-per-view for a couple of different reasons. We saw the debut of Kane. Yep. Uh, the first Hell in a Cell match between Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And we'll get into it in the beginning, but this was uh, it was also a tough pay-per-view. Uh, we found out in the beginning of the pay-per-view, Brian Pillman had passed away the night before. Mm. Mm. That was 1997, so... I mean, I guess we could start off there. Like, so when I heard the well, at that age at ninety seven, second grade, third grade, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Third, I think. But uh, you hear the news, and it's like, all right, you know what death is. But at that point in my life, I had never anybody close to me passing away. Same. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Passed away. Hmm. All right. Let's get on with the pay-per-view. It really didn't have too much significance on me. And, I mean, at that age, my whole wrestling experience was WWF. So it wasn't like I was watching ECW or WCW beforehand. So only thing I knew of Brian Pillman was he came in the year before. He's with the Heart Foundation. Mm. So I didn't like him. Yeah. But I don't know if you watch uh, Vice's Dark Side of the Ring. But, you know, in years like now, I know about Brian Pillman. But uh, Mm. like before then, I didn't know anything about Brian Pillman. So it... I didn't really have too much effect on me. How'd you feel about it when you then and let's say now? So back then, I mean, it was just like how you saying, man. Uh, Cause I think at that time in 97, I was, mm, let me see when a house came out so I can try to get my, 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 my age. Correct. That was that just turned uh nine. And I mean I was like you. Um oh man, he passed away. Alright, cool. What's up? What's going on with these matches though? You know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's how like, I felt. Like like it, of course now being an adult, like it's no disrespect, but I mean as a kid, if you're not if you haven't had family members or close friends or you haven't really experienced that then you're not really, you know, I mean, you process it like a kid, you know, it, you're not worried about that. You just trying to see the, 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 uh, the wrestling, you trying to see the matches. Like, 
Okay, cool. You know what I mean? I, I think it would have been different if it was like a, especially like, you know, it was the night before, but maybe it would have been different. I, I would react different if it happened there, like with the Owen Hart type situation, you know? Like, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, like then it would have been a, a whole different emotion or reaction, even as a kid. Cause you know, then you're in that space of if you're watching with your parents or somebody, like they're able to explain to you the situation, you know? No, no, um, that definitely makes sense. Yeah, I, I get that. So, and I mean, now looking at it, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was supposed to wrestle man, uh, mankind in that match. Yep. And. Now as an adult, it's like, yo, it's crazy when you think about, I wonder how McFoley felt or, you know what I mean, at that time. And even with Stone Cold, they were such good friends, you know, with everything. And then even him having to put on a brave face from when he came out. And that was a good point. Now it's just, yeah, like now, was, now I'm just in a whole, a whole different Headspace with even though even WWF at the time, like, you know, the show got to go on, so we got to try and push through this night, you know? Like, yeah, for sure. And and I'm pretty sure, of course, other wrestlers, they were like good friends with them. So, you know, just trying to push through and, and still put on a a good show for for the fans. Yeah, it was um like you said, with the Owen Hart situation it was a little different and only in the sense that it happened during the pay-per-view. Right. Where it was like for some strange reason it was like, oh, he, you know, he passed away the night before and then, you know, having a very I'll say immature uh, knowledge of what death is. Like, you know what death is, but it's like, all right. right it was only 30-something, right. and you you being nine years old, it's like, oh, he was 30-something, and now we're 30-something. It's like, whoa, shit. Exactly, yep. I'm I'm young as hell, man. I ain't trying. Exactly, <laughs> man, bro. Trying. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's different, and... Yeah, that part really stood out to me for some reason. It really stood out to me. I was like, oh, damn, this was the pay-per-view that Brian, that we found out Brian Pillman had passed away. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same here, man. Same here. And the crazy part was, it. we just saw him on TV. Yeah. What, that Monday? Yep. So it was like, wow, man. Yeah, so... Sorry to start off the you know the episode on a, a sad note, somber note, but that I mean it was kind of the first thing we saw on the pay per view. So yeah, but, uh, that's how that's how the pay per view started. Yeah, <laughs> on, on, on a on a somber note, like it was unfortunate, but you know, yeah, man. So what what was your overall thoughts of the uh, pay per view? Um. Hey man, I enjoyed this pay per view. Like I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I actually enjoyed it 
probably a little bit more than I anticipated. You know what I mean? Um, because at first, and then for a quick second, for a very quick second, the Brian Pillman news was in the back of my mind. And about watching, was it Max Mini, Nova, Mosaic, and uh, Tarantula? I said, why the fuck are we sitting here watching this shit? But then I thought about it and I was like, oh, they had to fill in that space on the card. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I didn't think about it at the time. It's so, I mean, I thought about, like, when it first popped in my head, I thought about it. Like, why are we watching this? And then it took me a second to process. So like, oh, yeah, they had to fill in. Like, okay. Okay, you know what? Cool. <laughs> nah, nah, you, no. I, you right, man. I didn't even think about that, man. And I was just like, all right, because, you know, occasionally they had the, you know, mm-hmm. little people matches. So it's just like, oh, he's had a little people matches. So, but yeah, that's a that's a great point. I, man, I totally missed that. Like, yeah, they had to fill in a spot. That it's interesting that they had them of all people on hand, but uh, yeah, really <laughs> for a fill a match. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. It was it, as you bring. I'm sitting there thinking. I was like, yeah, how. Quickly, did they put this together? Like, were they already there? Did they fly in? Like, I, what was the situation? Like, I mean, like you said, like they had them on hand to. Well, maybe it was like, ah, uh, you know, I don't know, man. Maybe yeah. they were gonna be on the card anyway. Yeah, that's true. And then that's maybe somebody got some extra time in their match. Mm hmm. I don't know. The last match was thirty minutes, so they probably just got in the in the match before that it was twenty three minutes. So maybe somebody just got extra time. Yeah, but yeah, that's a good point, man. What was your favorite match on the card? Oh man, that's easy. The main event, man. I mean, I think Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. All their shows are legendary to me personally. Like they put on great matches every time they get in the ring together. I agree. I mean, I just I just wanted to hear your opinion, but yeah, I agree with you, man. Yeah, my favorite match was the main event, the first Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. Period. So we've never seen this before. Right. Yep. Now they have pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Or a pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell. We just saw a Hell in a Cell match on SmackDown. Yep. This past Friday, which was pretty cool to see on network television. But this was the first time we have ever seen this structure. And they they didn't disappoint. That was a pretty that was a pretty big mm-hmm. first Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, if you would have told me then that that match would have been as successful as it was to even have his own pay per view, 
I wouldn't have believed it. Like, that's, that's just like you would have told me, oh, Edge and Christian, Dudley and Hardy Boys, table ladders and chair match. Now we're going to turn this into a whole pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, never just see – I'm not going to say they're one-off matches, but just never see these – I mean, it's kind of like a gimmick, I guess you can call it for a quick second, but never really saw this blowing up to what it's become. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, so with that, do you think that it has lost its allure? Because I do. Uh, same I here. I, I agree. Mean, when you saw a Hell in a Cell match, it was like, oh boy, this is this is this is big. Now right. it's just like, okay, it's hell in a cell match. Yeah. Which kind of lost this allure. But so with that said, what match does WWE have now that's like, wow. Mm. We about to have this match? Because I don't know what it is anymore. I got, I can give you one. I'm, I'm I'm always excited to see. Um, I like ladder matches, man. I do. I think I think ladder matches, um, like with Money in the Bank or, I mean, the, I don't know. Now, now I'm saying. Now I'm really thinking about it. They're kind of predictable to a certain point. What? Money in the bank? I mean, just ladder matches in general. To me, I feel like they just follow the same pattern. I mean, we got a whole pay-per-view called TLC. Yeah. I feel like WWE... They don't have any more matches that are like, wow, this is, we're pulling out the stops for this one. I mean, they tried a few months ago with that uh, Nigerian. Nah, I mean, <laughs> that, that match didn't make any sense because they, it, it made zero sense. Well, what was, what was it called? Nigerian nah. drum match or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. I don't know, man. I'm sitting here thinking. Yeah, me personally, I mean, you know what I miss? I miss hardcore matches. I, I miss hardcore matches. Yeah. Going fighting in the back of the the arena, you know what I mean. Occasionally or outside the arena, like I like hard. I miss hardcore matches. I but agree. I mean, that's 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 a rarity. We saw one with uh, Drew McIntyre and uh, Randy Orton. Yeah, a couple months ago. But uh, yeah, I agree. But now, bro, they ain't already got no matches, man. Oh, let me ask you this: with 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 this talking point. Do you think with them turning those matches into its own pay-per-view, that's watered down or that diminishes uh, the specialty of the match? Yes. 
Okay. Like the Elimination Chamber. Mm. Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. I mean, there's so many names you can name it. You don't have to name it the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Right. Right? Where you have two Elimination Chambers that night. I mean, you can still have... I feel like you could have... You could still have the matches. Mm. But when you name the pay-per-view... <laughs> the name of the match is like, all right, I'm not that hype in my head. That's just mm-hmm. my head. I'm mm-hmm. not that hype anymore for that match, for that particular match, because it's the name of the pay per view. Now I expect that match. Right. But if it was just, I don't know, we called it Backlash. Mm-hmm. We, we bring back Backlash, and it was like, Oh, and in Backlash, we're going to have an Elimination Chamber match. I'd be like, oh, right, man. Right. right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, we have a, oh we're going to have a Hell in a Cell match. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm kind of with you on the Elimination Chamber matches because, what, two matches out of six are actually Elimination Chamber matches? <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing. It's like, ah, <laughs> maybe one of them is an Elimination Chamber match. <laughs> one minimum is an Elimination Chamber match. Maximum right. two. Right. Oh, boy. But the name of the pay-per-view is called Elimination Chamber. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. know. Let's get into these matches, though. So we had the first match was uh, Nation of Domination versus Legion of Doom handicap mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. So D'Lo, comma, Rock versus Hawk and Animal. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was a good first match. Same. I, tons of. Well, see, that's the thing. What was it, 97? Yep. Legion of Doom was the star power. Yep. But Rock, Kama, D'Lo could put on a good match with those two, which I, I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed this match, honestly. I did, too. I really, I really liked it. Yep. I have a quick question for you. Okay. Comma, of course, we, you know, basically mostly known as the Godfather. I mean, he was also Papa Shango, but, you know, I was actually talking to some, uh, one of my cousins about this. Do you think that he's Hall of Fame worthy? I know he's already in, but I'm just asking. I think wow that's a good one um I became a fan when he was a godfather he was not the godfather for long mm-hmm I was not watching with Papa Shango, but I've watched the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. And it was an interesting character, but mm-hmm. 
man. No. Bro, that was my answer. That was my answer, too, when we were talking about it. I mean, respect for him getting in. I didn't understand it in 2016. Maybe he did a lot behind the scenes I'm not aware of. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. I don't think he did because I, I... I watched a recent episode of the Broken Skull Sessions, mm-hmm. Stone Cold and the Godfather. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't, you know, he was always the type of person like, hey, look, man, you know, if it don't feel right, I'll just leave. Because he had strip clubs that mm-hmm. he owned. Mm-hmm. So he had a source of income right. back in Las Vegas. So wrestling was never like the thing. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, it was cool. You know, he's best friends with The Undertaker. Right. And and others, Yokozuna, Rikishi, mm-hmm, Saudi mm-hmm. Vega, things like that. Mm-hmm. But it was never, like, if it didn't feel right, he'd be like, all right, I'm out. So I don't think he ever did anything backstage, per se. Right. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was, you know, a voice. Right. I mean, he's big as hell, so I'm I'm sure people when he talked, people listened. Right. But yeah, I'm with you, man. Like, I mean, it was cool because it was the Godfather, right? But right. like, looking at it, you know, from a it, it, let's say if I'm a hardcore fan, it's like ah, Vader mm. should have been in before he was in. Mm. Yeah. Especially since we know the WWE Hall of Fame, you don't necessarily have to wrestle in the WWE to get into their Hall of Fame. Right. Vader had a pretty decent WWF run. Right. But he had, you know, most of their success came from Japan and WCW, mm-hmm. which he had tremendous success. And yeah, he, he should be in the Hall of Fame. I think so too. <laughs> Man, Man, Vader was that dude. I mean, we we've spoken numerous times about Vader and how we and how we both feel about him. So, oh yeah, for sure, man. Like, very athletic. He was he was doing stuff that he shouldn't be able to do at four hundred pounds. Right. He was the first person that I saw take WWE. And was on television. He was on Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. Like groundbreaking yeah. type dude. Yeah, that was actually, that was a good episode too. <laughs> it was. It wasn't just one episode though. Hold on. No, it wasn't. Nah, it, wasn't it wasn't. It was. I'm, I'm, just, I'm talking about the first one. No, you're right. It was more than one. But I'm saying that first episode was so good. <laughs> it was. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, all right. Vader, WWE Hall of Fame. He's got to get in. Um, mm-hmm. We already talked about Max Manny and all of them. Mm-hmm. What about the Godwins? First, the headbangers for the WWE tag team titles. 
I was a Headbanger fan because uh, they were good guys. Yeah. Let me and ask you a question. You being from the South, were you a, a, a Goblin fan? Nah. Okay. Nah. Nah. I, I couldn't get with them, man. But they bring out the Confederate flag. That wasn't that I couldn't get with it. All right. I but now, nineteen oh, nine years old. Did you really okay. know? With with all that meant, did you care? <laughs> um, I didn't know the particulars. You know, you've seen it, heard some things, or whatever. But I was a Headbangers fan because they the Headbangers were so. I mean, they, you know, they were like pure ninety scene, man. You know what I mean? It was just yo, we hear the mosh. That was kind of that was that was what the nineties was. Like they you know, to, to a certain demographic. Like they, they hear the mosh, have a good time, boom. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I didn't see that's the thing. Like, so I asked you that question because I didn't know anything about any of Confederacy and all that stuff at nine years old. Growing up in New York City. I didn't know about that stuff. Now, my mom was from South Carolina, but I mean, I was nine years old. She didn't really talk about it. So I didn't know anything about it, any of that stuff. Got you. Well, in 97, I was living in Hawaii at that time. And both of my parents being from North Carolina, they definitely spoke about it. So, like I said, I had not, I had an idea. I wasn't, of course, as knowledgeable as I am now when I got older. But you know, I knew a little something about it. I feel you. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, I mean, well, the headbang, our headbang is lost. Yep. And Phineas. And Henry won the tag team titles. So now I don't know. The, I've never met these guys, but I know they are a part of the Undertaker Godfather crew. So yeah, they're good guys in my book now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm trying to remember. What, um, what their crew is called? I can't think. I can't think right offhand. BSK. There we go. I know. I know. Take your guys tatted on his stomach. Yep. But, but I, I couldn't remember. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, man. BSK crew. Now, this next match we're gonna talk about: Owen Hart versus Farouk. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a Ron Simmons fan, man. Mm-hmm. I was not a Ron Simmons fan back then, back then, but I definitely wasn't an Owen Hart fan because he was part of the Hart Foundation. Right. I was rooting for Farouk, man. I was too. I was. I think. I think with that match at that time, it's like yeah, yeah, take the the lesser of the two evils. You know what I mean. 
Like, it's all, was, was it two hills going at it? Yeah, for the the vacant intercontinental championship. Right. So with two hills going at it, I was Farouk too, man. Yeah. I was rooting for Farouk, man. Well, I definitely wasn't rooting for the Hart Foundation. Let, let me tell you something. And I'm very, you know, sad that Owen passed away. I was never an Owen Hart fan, man. Yeah, me either. Like I just I I couldn't get with. Actually, him. I take that back. I kind of was when uh, it was after Brett left and everything, and he had a feud with um, Triple H. Mm-hmm. I, I was kind of I was kind of into it on my heart. I was like, all right. I was always a babyface fan. So whoever was the babyface, I was a mm-hmm. fan. Mm-hmm. Whoever was getting cheered. I was a fan. If you was getting booed, I wasn't <laughs> with you. Right. So, yeah, back down. Yeah, I, I, that was the only time. But other than that, no. Got you. Yeah, I mean, I was a Farouk fan. Um, you was a Farouk fan? I've never heard of Farouk. No, fan. no, 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 no. Between them two. For that match, okay. <laughs> yeah, not not overall. I was going for Farouk. I was a Farouk fan for that match. That's 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 it. Like I was, I wasn't like a Farouk fan, but I actually like the Nation of Domination. I just, but I still wasn't a Farouk fan. I mean, there was there was two levels to the nation. Now there was there was the Farouk Nation and there was the Rock Nation. Even when the Farouk Nation, I was a fan of the nation, but not Farouk. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we know that uh, Stone Cold, for obvious reasons, interferes his Farouk in the head with the belt. Owen Hart gets the IC championship. Why? Because we wanted Owen Hart to be the champion. So when Stone Cold comes back, he gets the belt from Owen Hart. Right. The next month. That's what we wanted. Yeah. We knew that. Yeah. I didn't know it in 1997, but, you know, 2021. Yeah, I get it. Right. Next match, we had uh, the DOA versus the Los Periquas. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of either one of these crews, man. Neither was I, man. <laughs> Enough said. Next match, we talked about uh, we had Bret Hart and the British Bulldog, and they defeated the Patriot and the Vader. Yo, this match sucked. I agree. <laughs> I 100% agree. Hey, let me ask you a question. Is Bret Hart on the Mount Rushmore of wrestlers? He's in my Mount Rushmore. I've never I've never watched a bad Bret Hart match. Because I, I actually agree with that. That's why I had to ask you. I know you said Chris Jericho's the GOAT. And so 
I wondered where Brad Hardy is the GOAT. <laughs> so I just wonder where Bret Hart ranked on your uh on your list. But you know, you're saying he on the Mount Rushmore, that says a lot. I've never watched a bad Bret Hart match. Apparently, neither has whatever just fell. <laughs> my phone just fell. Off. I got I had it sitting on my work computer and it slid off. <laughs> I've never witnessed a bad Bret Hart match, man. Every Bret Hart match I've watched, even as a kid, was good. Yeah. I didn't like Bret Hart because the character, but I didn't mind Bret Hart. Yeah. So, hey, look, man. This match sucked because of the Patriot. <laughs> now, I liked him when I was growing up because he was the Patriot, right? It was like, yeah. oh, yeah, Team Canada versus the Patriot. But watching this match, it was like, yo, you suck. All three can do their thing and hold their own except for him. <laughs> I was like, wow, man, I, I liked you. He wasn't on their level, man. It's like, wow. How the hell? You was here for one reason. To be yeah. the Patriot. Yeah. You took my boy Kurt Angle's music. <laughs> and you didn't deliver. Yeah. It's like, and I wasn't even, I'm not, I'm not the, I, I'm not, and I wasn't the biggest British uh, Bulldog fan. But I'm just like, bro, everybody's holding on except for you. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're like David Boy? David Boy was my boy. Nah, man. He was cool, but I wasn't his biggest fan, man. He was Ooh, all right. Oh, David Boy was my boy, man. Like, he was all right. Standing, uh, Suplex, hold you for five seconds, ten seconds if you wanted to, drop you. <laughs> I, I I actually did like Davy Boy. I was a, I was a I was a Davy Boy. Y'all like Davy Boy, mm. actually. Yeah, he was cool. I mean, really enjoyed. Yeah, I was, I was a fan. Yeah. David Boy Smith. <laughs> I had time for David Boy Smith, man. I got you. And he was all right for to me. He was he was cool. No, no disrespect. He was cool. All right, so Brett Far, Brett. I almost said Brett Favre. Now, Brett Hart. Now, now you know how I felt when I said uh, Jeff Bagwell a couple episodes ago. Who <laughs> talked about the baseball player said so Buff Bagwell? <laughs> like who the hell is Jeff Bagwell? Hey man, for for the listeners out there, Jeff Bagwell, if I'm not mistaken, is a he was a pitcher in Major League Baseball. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I know I, I know he I know he played in uh, the Major Leagues, but oh, you know what? I just looked him up. Okay, he wasn't a pitcher; he was a first baseman for the Houston Astros, 15 years. Boom, 91 to 2005. Yeah. 
<laughs> Question I was going to ask. Okay. Where do you rank Bret Hart? Mm. Hmm. I'm thinking about my Mount Rushmore on my head. Okay. I can dig it. I think he would just miss he would just miss my, my uh the Mount Rushmore list. He would he would he I think he would just miss it. But like who's in front of him? Uh who's in front of him? Oh man. Oh man. See, I didn't even get I, I, I didn't even get uh this 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 deep on you, man. <laughs> Um, just hey, you gotta give me a you know it. It don't have to be necessarily the name that's in front of him. Just like, there's only four on a right. Mount Rushmore, right? So just give me a name that's in front of. Him. Hmm. Shawn Michaels. He in front of him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Taker's in front of him. Okay. I'm not mad at any of those. All right, give me, you know, you know what? Give you your four, give you the four? I, yeah, I want the four. <laughs> you didn't give me two? I want the other two. <laughs> yeah, how do how, how I know who's going to get here, man? Um, You gave me two. Yeah, you gotta give me, you gotta give me two more. And, I mean, that, that, of course, that's in no order. Of course, Stone Cold's up there. If the, the, Stone Cold's number okay. one. Okay. And number th- number four. Mm. Hmm. I don't don't want to put him up there for obvious reasons, but he did so much for the for the for the for the business, and I actually enjoyed his matches too. I ain't gonna lie, I enjoyed his matches. I got to put Hulk up there, man. Okay. All right. Who's your Hulk Hogan? Yeah, my four. Yeah. My Mount Rushmore. Yep. Stone Cold. Okay. Rock. Rock is in mine. Mm, okay. Taker. Okay. Brett is in mine. Okay. Now see when I when I Mick Foley is honorable mention. He's in fifth. So when I say that there's like one or two in front, that one or two in front of them, definitely The Rock. And I was actually going to say Chris Jericho. 
Only reason I didn't say Chris Jericho because Chris Jericho is not done. Mm. So when he's done, is he on the mower? If he's oh. to you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said he's the goat, and when he's done, who he gonna replace? Hmm. If he's gonna replace anybody, he has to replace The Rock. Okay. Because for me, The Rock was entertainment. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if I necessarily was like, oh, yeah, this rock match was amazing. Right. I could say that for Stone Cold. I could say that for Bret Hart. I could say that for Undertaker. Mm -hmm. Rock. Entertainment. Rudy Pooh. Candy Ass. Mm. Smackdown Hotel. Mm. A match? Not necessarily. Yeah. yeah, I feel you on that one. So if he's going to replace somebody, if if Chris Jericho is going to replace somebody, it's going mm. to be The Rock. Because he gave me the promo. But right. he also gave me the match. Yeah. Man, watch the old WCW matches, bro. Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. He put on some great matches with whoever he was in the ring with. <laughs> Chris Jericho, he's a product of that. I think he, I don't know if he trained in the dungeon. He might not have. Mm. Let, me not, let, me, let me not lie. Mm. I know he's built from Canada. Mm-hmm. Now, his father played for the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Ted Irvine. But he's born from Canada, so I don't know. Chris Jericho's my guy. I can dig it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying Always to look up Always and forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Trained by Ed Langley and the one and only Stu Hart. Well, there you go. <laughs> so he was part of Dungeon. Yep. All right. Well, now let, let we got one more match to talk about. Okay. It's the first Hell in a Cell match. Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. Every time these guys get in the ring is is poetry in motion. It's yep. Picasso. Yeah. Van Gogh. Picasso, baby. <laughs> this this is art. Yeah. That you can't. Ain't nobody could touch it. So, nope. John Michaels, I mean, it was the greatest. I mean, I, I whoa, take a step back. Mm. Mm. This was a great Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it was the greatest, but it was a okay. great Hell in a Cell match. Okay. Because it's the classic 
David and Goliath story. Yeah. Undertaker's big. Shawn Michaels is medium. Shawn Michaels is great in the ring. He can make Undertaker look strong. Undertaker is strong. He can basically do whatever he wants with the under with Shawn Michaels. Also, it was Hell in a Cell. We've never seen this. Right. Shawn Michaels is just great. So, I mean, I, yeah, that's, that's, I don't, I don't have really much else to say besides we saw the debut of Kane, but before we get into the debut of Kane, mm-hmm. I'll let you have your moments of talking about this Hell in a Cell match. I mean, it was just great. I don't really have too many other words to say, but it was great. Oh, I'm with you, man. I ain't got a lot to say either, man. I mean, I just told you, I think that they arguably put on those two together, put on some of the great matches. Like, you put them two in the rings. Like you said, Picasso, baby. Poetry in motion. Um, They might have some of the best wrestling chemistry I've, I've seen. You know what I mean? They put on a show. Then... They put on the show shows in in future WrestleManias. Like there's not too many words that you can say other than greatness. Like I'm actually kind of mad at myself because I wish I would have appreciated it more then than I do now. Yeah, I agree, man. It was like I, I definitely didn't appreciate. Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker when they were younger. I still mm. watched their WrestleMania 25 match, and then I have to take a step back and realize, like, damn, that was 2009. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a match that great since 2009. Mm. It is 2021. Mm. I don't think I will see a match that great. It's going to be a while. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. Uh, man, look, I don't think there's anything else we can say, man. Let's go ahead and get into this debut. Okay, I don't think there's anything else we can say to just <laughs> describe the art of that of those two put, on, put, put, put together. Exactly. Well, we saw the debut of Kane. Undertaker's brother mm-hmm. uh, that he thought was dead. Mm-hmm. His brother wasn't dead. He was alive and uh, he came back in an impressive fashion. Huge. Another huge human being. So, yeah, we know that Kane, was, Kane is Glenn Jacobs, mm-hmm. mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee, but still a big guy and very believable that that could be the Undertaker's brother. So kudos to WWE creative for noticing that, but uh, that was impressive, you know, being a nine-year-old kid and you see this this guy walk down and fire flames and he just rips the cage door open. Mm-hmm. 
and dominates the Undertaker, it's like, well, well, damn. I'm scared. Yeah, for sure. And especially because, I mean, fucking Undertaker, man. <laughs> like, you know, Undertaker doesn't get dominated like that. Yeah. And Kane looked extremely larger than The Undertaker. And those beginning matches, yeah, he just looked much bigger than Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, uh, yeah, man. Hell of a debut, hell of a career. Mm-hmm. A lot mm. of longevity, man. Like crazy longevity that Kane had, which kudos to Glenn Jacobs. Uh you know, being, you know, nineteen ninety seven, not really knowing the business, but following leaving watching wrestling, I mm-hmm. did for a period of time. I didn't watch wrestling when we was in Bowie State. I not didn't watch die. I didn't really watch wrestling when I was in high school either. Yeah, to come back after high school and college and Kane's still wrestling and Undertaker, it was like, wow, well, okay, they're still around. This is uh, this is this is cool. I know these people. Let me continue to watch because I know them. Right. That was uh, that was pretty cool. Do you think anybody had a more impressive debut or introduction than that? That that you can remember right offhand? No, because that introduction wasn't it was storyline based. A mm-hmm. lot of introductions we see now are oh this and I mean, it does. It, it has to deal with the times, right? Like, it's not you can't really have that storyline base because the internet is around, so you know who other you know other wrestling promotions, you know, right? Uh, other wrestlers that aren't necessarily in the WWE or AEW. It's like, oh well, this person just got released, so they got to end up somewhere. Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where this was all storyline based. Like, oh yeah, Undertaker's brother. You thought your brother was dead? He's alive. Right, right. And it's Kane, who was other characters. Mm-hmm. But with the mask on, you ain't know that. Hmm. Aha. <laughs> so it's like ah yeah you ain't really know but uh yeah so to answer your question the answer is no and I think that timing was everything I don't think that that could I don't even think that could have worked in 2021 yeah, because I, I was even thinking about debuts. I remember from back, you know, back in the Attitude Era, 
And then I was like, man, for him to just come out. And then, I mean, you you hit it to dominate Taker. Like, we ain't never really seen that before. No. And they said the fire coming up off the post. And, I mean, it was just something we haven't seen before. Like, And not to mention, you ripped the door off of the cell, and this is the first ever Hell in a Cell match. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah, man. It was uh, it's a pretty big deal. That was a pretty big deal. It was a pretty big uh, debut. And I think, I think the debut makes it much larger because of the longevity that Kane actually had within the career. Right. I agree. I'm with you on that one. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Hell of a career, man. Hell of a debut, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't think we'll see another debut like that. Mm, nah, I don't think so either. I mean, nah, I can't. I can't even think of anything to compare it to. But I mean, hey man, shout out to the brothers of destruction, man. Those guys are real. They were. They were something special. Oh yeah, for sure, man. So, I mean, as we uh, put a bow on this episode, mm-hmm. one to five, man, what, what you got? Um, Given the circumstances, uh, with the unfortunate death of uh, Brian Pillman and even with the debut of Kane, I'll give this mm, – let me say a 2.75. Not quite a three, okay. but 2.75. I'm actually going to go with 3.5, man. Really? Okay. I, I did like the Bret Hart British. I just didn't like the Patriot, but I liked the match because okay. of Bret Hart. Okay. British Bulldog and Vader. Mm-hmm. Obviously loved the main event. I did like Farouk and Owen Hart. I liked everything except uh, DOA and Los Boricas and mm. uh, Max Mini and crew. Mm. Yeah. Everything else, I, I really enjoyed this pay-per-view, man. I really enjoyed this in-your-house pay-per-view. It was definitely enjoyable. You know what? I'm gonna meet you halfway. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to a three. I know it's not exactly halfway, but I'm gonna go to a three. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Well, uh, what we are what we talking about next week? So you know, after watching Helen Cell, uh, after watching 
the first ever uh, Hell in a Cell match. Shit, after even watching uh, Xavier, Bobby Lashley, uh, Roman Reigns, Rey Mysterio, King of the Ring, 1998. You want to do King of the Ring, 1998? King of the Ring, 1998, man. Is that where we see uh, <laughs> Mick Foley? Yep. Hmm. Okay. I like it. Is this another Hell in a Cell match? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Yes, sir. This, I like it a lot. To me, this might be the greatest Hell in a Cell match. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right. Nice week. King of the Ring, 1998. Let's get it. Which was memorable for a reason we didn't expect. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. All right. See you guys next week.